0: Welcome to Go Live. Hi.
1: Acer. Good evening. <laughs> Actually, I, just see... <laughs> I, I was muted. Sorry, I was on mute. So, hello. <laughs> no,
0: no, I, did, I didn't expect anyone to say hi. I just wanted to start off with an awkward hi. Just to see with an Ace awkward silence
2: and hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, just, I just love looking at Ace's facial expressions. You can see a lot. You'd be a bad poker player, Ace. So you'd be terrible at poker.
1: Oh, no. I, don't reckon, should, I don't reckon you, I don't I don't you I nada, ever correctly
3: guess my thoughts like <laughs> once. So, I be brilliant, at least with you.
1: Shouldn't you introduce your guests or something like that? I don't know. What, what's, oh, that, that's maybe, not the way to start maybe, a podcast.
0: Maybe, maybe. I, I've forgotten my uh, the, my my manners. Apologies. But before I do that, before I do that, I have to introduce my so-called unreadable expert poker player of a friend asa how are you
3: i honestly i'm I'm seething with burning hot rage right now i'm so angry and all the rest of it and you can tell this is my exactly you don't know you don't know anything gaz it's impossible to read me i'm brilliant at poker and apex legends and every kind of game some of that was a lie i'm good though i'm looking forward to this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> i played poker with you um yeah no and apex legend but yeah good good okay we'll settle this one day in poker stars vr there's content for your channel right there watch me beat him live everyone now this is not about us or asa it is always about you lovely people in the chat and of course. Our guests, we have the returning Polish sensation. He disappeared. People thought, what happened to him? Where is Mads PL? He's joined the dark side. I see you on Twitter seething. I was like, wait, hold on, Mads. Mads getting angry coming to the dark side. I was like, this is it. You know, I I function on controversy. So here you go, Mads. (laughs) No, it's good to have you.
1: It's been so long. Welcome back, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. Thanks for the invite. And of course, like What's the best, you know, there's no better way to come back if if with some controversy. So I just, I basically decided to piss off some people on Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how do that it, goes. <laughs> it's fun.
0: <laughs> well, join the club. Join the club. It's good to have you back. And we're going to get in into the topics. But last, but certainly not least, it's the German sensation making its debut in the... <laughs> Go live circuit, <laughs> Boston Burger.
2: Welcome, welcome, sir. How are you doing, man? Thank you, thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time coming, and <clears throat> I'm excited to finally be here. Even though my voice is a little, you know, rough around the edges, uh, but I'm, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for the invite. We're gonna have an, an awesome show here today.
0: Well, your voice sounds sexy. There's enough bass mm, in there for three gazes because. Yeah. Uh,
3: but yeah welcome.
0: <laughs> it's been a long time coming so it's good to have you on here <laughs> and we are gonna get we're gonna get pretty saucy um as always <laughs> as always if you're listening to us on spotify and all the streaming podcasts thank you for joining us and if you're on spotify courtesy of acer as of two shows ago you're probably watching us with a video feed i don't even know how acer does it but he's done it well done acer the tech wizard so thank you everyone for joining in um we have a wild assortment of topics this week because things are all over the place i earlier alluded to mads being angry and just lashing out and mocking something oh my stream just died uh no i'm fine uh, but gents well mads Please explain to our lo- loyal viewers why were you mad? You looked at the Witcher 3 performance and you were pissed off. Let me let me read your tweet. This sarcastic tweet because you were Xbox, you've been on the show, you've been a big fan of Xbox and its performance, you've made videos on its performance, and yet you said Xbox Series X, the most powerful console ever, can't even maintain 60 frames per second in the last-gen game, talking about The Witcher 3. I thought this patch was intended to improve the game, not break it. And as always, the horde descended upon thee. What is going on, Mads? Are you pissed off with Xbox? Have you lost faith in Xbox and the GDK or XDK and the RDNA 2 and all the shit you talk about? Not shit, but, well, you know what I mean. Are Are you tired of it all?
1: well uh well call me sony pony now apparently so (laughs) (laughs) let's let's start there um uh, because apparently i got a lot of um, uh, xbox guys angry because of that tweet but um well i actually you know what? let's split that into like let's talk about witcher update and also the, the gdk and that kind of stuff later now the reason I, I I basically made that, I, I wrote that was because, uh, yeah, it's cool that we got this update. And I was actually really looking forward to it, right? I made performance yeah. mode and ray tracing. I was actually quite curious of it and stuff, right? Um, but, um, you know, I played with Witcher for a little bit and that kind of stuff. And, um And the the, the biggest, it's not even that it's like broken game overall, because like, yeah, you get better graphics, you get, uh, you know, ray tracing, which, you know, ray tracing mode is actually terrible, to be honest with you. It's even worse than performance modes, to be honest with you. Um, But what made me kind of, um, you know, a little bit angry is that um, it's yet again another example of a game That where developers um, with some updates, or even like releasing the game day one, sometimes with some other games, they uh, sacrifice performance over better graphics and all the bells and whistles and that kind of stuff, right? Because like make it because people, a lot of people, you know, actually uh, tweeted at at me saying that. Oh, but hey, it's sixty most of the time that kind of stuff. But you know, I wasn't even angry at you know. At that particular update per se and and stuff right because you know i know it's not easy and that kind of stuff I, I understand that you know uh you know developing games whatever right especially these days it's not easy and that kind of stuff but my point is that you know they released uh an update that actually broke the game so we, with that update, from my perspective um we are getting worse game right yes yeah. the graphic is better but the performance is worse because you know, before that update xbox series x uh, did run would run this game at pretty much locked 60 frames per second no matter where right it, no matter whether you would go to novigrad or some other places right and that was all in backwards compatibility so i would expect i was expecting you know with that update that it would well at least keep the performance with some, obviously, some better graphics and that kind of stuff, but, you know, and, and don't get wrong, like, Witcher looks better and, and stuff, but, you uh, know, for me, like, it, it, it Well, you be- particularly
0: shared, well, you specifically shared the frame graph of Xbox Series X versus the PS5, which was, PS5 was running at 57 frames, whereas the Series X was running at 52, Just showing. <laughs> so you're trying to make a point, saying, well, look at this, why is the PS5 outperforming the Series X. Are you not...
1: Well, yes and no, because right. My, my my main point was the fact that hey, you know that game is actually because I was actually looking at the graph. And I, I had that particular uh, screenshot available when I was actually you know r- you know r- you know uh, making that tweet. But James, uh, speaking, my main my main point was to you know basically just to say hey, you know before update it was like locked sixty frames per second. Now it's dropping frames to fifty two. Right, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know like. Like yeah, I know that people you know were, were like, oh, it's on CD Project Red. It has nothing to do with with Xbox, right? Um, maybe maybe that's the case. But at the same time, mm. right? Like if we want to go into the whole SDK territory, right? Not, not sure mm. if you want to talk about it now or later. Um, you know, the, the, well, briefly,
0: the... let's talk about like that. I just quickly want to get. Ace's view on this SDK thing as well, but do you have anything to add before I yeah. go to Ace? No, SDK? yeah.
1: Okay, so so we'll talk about SDK and all these tools later, but my my, my main point, and I guess me, what made me really, you know, kind of um, not necessarily angry per se, but like... You Frustrated. Know, bit, yeah, is that it's yet another game that is... Uh, a. This particular update did break performance mode, really, on Xbox Series X, right? Uh, So made it worse, really. And B, that's yet another game that is actually running worse on Xbox uh, Series X than PlayStation 5. And it's not even the fact that it's running worse, right? It's just the fact that it's not running as it should be, right? Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, we had had Callisto Protocol. We had some you know, uh, Warzone.
0: War yeah, exactly. Round.
1: And, 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 games. Yeah. and a lot of times it's basically a case of developers focusing on graphics over performance, right? Over 60 frames per second. And I get on it. Xbox. Oh, on Xbox. On Xbox, right? Yeah. Because, see, there's, if you look at games, vers- you know, games, PlayStation 5 versions of these games, They usually Mm -hmm. run at lower resolutions, right? Yeah. But performance is much better. Yeah. Now, we'll probably talk about why that's probably happening later on, but Hey, you know, it is what it is, right? Like, you know, from gamers perspective, you don't necessarily care whether they use these particular tools or not, right. The game should just work and it should work well. Right. That's what I'm expecting. Uh, Well,
0: that's the expectation. That's what people would have. Before I jump into you, uh, Boxerbug, I just want to quickly get Asa's view to set the scene up for you. Asa, we've seen this so many times. And we, the power stuff you were never, uh, believer in the whole rdna2 thing or overstating the importance of it but you did say on raw paper on just the specs a machine alone should be thoroughly outperforming or just be better but it's not the case and what's going on (laughs)
3: that's a really difficult one to answer um i've never been taken in by the letters in the way that a lot of people were so you see a lot of people Talking about one full R D N A two and the other one isn't. One's got like V R S and F S R two and all the rest of it. And all of these things have been touted around um, with more weight than they deserved. They were just letters to me. But yeah. on paper, the the hardware between the two consoles is very very similar. um Xbox have been very upfront about what's in their console, and Sony have always been a little bit more secretive with it. So they all of their developers have much more heavy ndas that say you can't actually talk about. The nitty-gritty you can't talk about the hardware that's doing the ray tracing on the playstation or anything like that so there's less transparency but under the surface they're very very similar and the xbox has a bigger chip so people in previous generations possibly overstated the teraflops number my take going into this generation was that actually yes you can overstate what it means but you can also understate it that like that difference is real and does have meaning in the context of these consoles and i expect performance to pretty much align with it between them what we're seeing on paper um or what we're seeing in real life even is that sometimes that is the case there have been like mad said a bunch of games this generation particularly over the last year that have had like 15 20 percent higher resolution on the series x and that has become something that we can expect to see and something that i think we can expect to see a lot going forwards because the flagship like technical demonstration game that's available to us has to be fortnite unreal engine 5 is going to become very dominant in the scene and fortnite is another example they're on very very similar between the two consoles resolution is a little bit higher on the xbox series x expect that to carry on going forwards why we're getting these anomalies why we're getting these witches these need for speeds and things like that i can't even answer i don't know chat you can speculate um boxenberger what's your take on all of this Hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot of room for speculation.
2: Now, um, <laughs> I think the, I think if if we look at it, um, like you said, Asa, on paper, the Xbox should definitely outperform uh, on most games. Um, obviously, higher numbers doesn't always mean performing better, but in the vast majority, it should be the case. I think the problem um, with the entire architecture of Xbox and and um, and, and versus Sony is that a lot of the things that sony did with their next gen console current gen console now um is simply increasing the raw performance while xbox has put a lot of bets on more features more advanced um hardware architecture let me give you an example um we know that that the Xbox chip has a lot of compute units, 52 compute units in the Xbox Series X. Um, versus, and, and Sony did try to do the same thing, just with a higher clock speed. So that clock speed is automatically available for developers. They have, don't have to do anything. That's simply out of the box there. If you want to make use of 52 compute units, you, you have to paralyze a lot of processes in your in your pipeline. And I think a lot of games that were designed on older older um engines show that performance difference now because developers can reuse that performance right out of the box on the playstation while they have to optimize their engines for the specific um, architecture on, on on the xbox side of things um and that's that's just my assumption here of course but uh if if you look at the games that you just listed gas um they are all running on relatively dated engines yeah call of duty engine is not or it's just an iteration every year it's not a groundbreaking new engine you you look at games like the witcher now yeah old old game old engine the red engine is now what i want to say at least 10 12 years old so these kind of engines automatically get the, the benefit of the higher clock speeds while they would have to optimize for the parallel processes in the Xbox Series X. Just my speculation out there, but um, I think it, it it always comes down to this, like, ah, the tools are not ready discussion. I don't think that's the case. I honestly think uh, the the architecture or to make use of the architecture or what is in the Xbox is just a little bit more complicated. And especially on third-party games... Um, developers always optimize for the lowest common denominator and that's still PC and PC has a relatively also a relatively scalable architecture where you ha- where, where the engines are being built to not paralyze a lot of things because you don't know how many cores every PC has in there they are taking more advantage of clock speeds and and draw bandwidth and stuff like that and that's simply more or easier available in in the PlayStation so yeah, at the end it's a lot of speculation um i'm not sure what's going on but i get the frustration matt uh, i know what what you mean i don't think for instance the witcher it's it's a big deal i've been playing it already for like f- at least 15 hours i put already in the next gen patch and it runs beautifully and and look but granted i use vrr um so frame rate tips aren't that noticeable to me but um i i know what you mean um did we you, are now did
1: you, did you try uh, ray tracing
2: mode <laughs> <laughs> i tried ray tracing mode for like i don't know 30 seconds and then oh. i had to turn it
1: off so, okay so why did you turn it off
2: i mean uh, the the 30 fps uh, and it's not even stable 30 fps in, in ray exactly. tracing exactly yeah
1: i mean um, you do like when i when i when i enabled ray tracing it was a slideshow like no, yeah. I, I'm not even a fan of 30 frames per second games. I mean, don't get me wrong. I play some games in 30 if I have to. Yeah. But like I'm not even a big fan of uh, of 30 frames per second. But that was not even 30. That was like 20 frames per second. I, I mean, I didn't run any, hmm. uh, you know, frame counter or, or anything like that, on that. But that was terrible. And it's yeah. not. It wasn't only one place. It was like all of, all across different places and stuff so yeah yeah i think at the end it comes down to a lot of xbox gamers
2: are waiting for so many things yeah we're waiting for games we are waiting for the tools <laughs> we're waiting for like the true next gen graphics showcase and the, 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 the true next gen performance and all all that stuff and and so i think that's where a lot of the, the frustration comes from when then and yet another game outperforms um uh uh, uh the xbox on playstation um but I mean,
0: it, it's just ultimately tools or whatever. If I mean, I'm not a technical guy. I just hear the tools thing. And I just kind of laugh. Like it's two years. It's been two years since yeah. the console launch. So you know, but like Didn't know, they Gaz, shouldn't even the golf.
3: Really quickly on the tools thing, though, I think it is worth remembering that around I can't, when exactly did we have our interview with David Springgate? Do you remember?
0: Oh, about near to the launch
3: something. of the consoles yeah. and David Springate at that point in time was, um, he was leading a tech team at Codemasters Cheshire who had made Dirt 5. So they'd made Dirt 5 and just released it across all of the next gen consoles, all of the previous gen consoles. Uh, he, he's at Playground now heading up a team at Microsoft. Um, it's through our conversation with David Springate that I say that he was very much tight-lipped on what he could and couldn't say about Sony at the time because their their NDAs and transparency was a lot. A lot yeah. stricter, but he was very, very clear mm. in what he said that um, that ran quite counter to the narrative about Xbox tools. We asked him this directly as someone who was hands-on working with it, and he's not the kind of um, he's not the kind of developer that that works in an engine that someone else has made and, and does art and things like that. Yeah. He's very much a tech guy who goes home and programs the engine himself when he wants to. And he said that all the tools were there, all of these letters and acronyms and initialisms that we see around were all there and ready to go if you wanted to use them. So. The tools being ready or not ready, I'm not saying... I mean, this is just one person saying it, but I very much trust his opinion over mine. And he was saying it's all ready and good to go. The At the same time, it's undeniable that the Xbox is, for the last two years, not performing where you p- perhaps expect it to based on the, the specs on paper. Um, it's also fair to say that there's a lot of issues on PC as well at the mm. moment. Like Most yep. PC releases are, are coming out with stuttering issues and... For me I think it raises the Witcher, some, by the way. including the Witcher, Witcher yeah. I think yeah. it raises some, yeah. some pretty yeah. serious questions around how good DirectX 12 is or isn't. That's the mm. common denominator mm. for me across the board PC and Xbox. It's PlayStation's point, yeah. PlayStation's core like API their language could just be better at the moment.
0: <laughs> okay. Well,
1: um let me let me add something to it because sure. like when we on because while we on the the whole tools topic, like a perfect ex- example of one particular tool that you know, could potentially change things around, right, is the uh, the whole decompression block, right? And a lot of people say, oh, there's stuttering or CPU issues on Xbox Series X because PlayStation Five has got that. Texture decompression block, right? Basically, when you've got the textures, you transfer textures from SSD to the memory. You know, these are te- these textures are compressed in a compressed state on the SSD, and they have to you have to decompress them before you put them into the GPU memory, right? And right now on like old way and on PC, like old consoles and PC, CPU has to do it, right? That's why PlayStation has got this decompression block, which takes this work from CPU and it's being done via this decompression block. CPU can do other stuff in, you know, basically at the same, uh, you know, in, in, in the meantime, and Xbox has, has got the same. Xbox series S and X has got that decompression block as well. Now, the problem, the big difference between the Xbox and PlayStation is, and it's been officially confirmed by both Xbox and PlayStation, because even Mark Cerny, um, in one of his videos, he did say, he did actually spoke about it quite a lot. And he did say that the compression block on PlayStation 5 has been designed in a way that developers don't have to even think about it. It's, mm. been, it's hard-coded basically, right? So it's all in a hardware, right? It's okay. so, so the the whole, the compression process is automatic, right? Now, while on Xbox, developer has to optimize for it, has to code for it, has to use the proper APIs, like, you know, direct storage and all these kinds of APIs. So that, I guess, that takes us back to the whole DirectX 12, whether it's really being used properly or not, right? And I, I remember there's this guy at Xbox, uh, James Stenart, or I probably mispronounced his name. Uh, He actually works works with the texture uh, technology and that kind of stuff. Uh, And he actually spoke, uh, said that, like basically a lot of developers, like all the tools are there. Developers can use that decompression block, no problem. But they don't do it because right now we are still in this bloody cross-gen development Mm. uh, period. And they just like, there's no incentive to use that. It takes too exactly. much time. I mean, yeah. exactly. And they are already on a typed on a tight time budget, right? Yep. And they, they, yeah. And they cannot basically, you know, spend more time, you know, using that new technology because. Obviously, they would have to delay the, the game anyway, right? So, oh, no, if, if, if we why, move my,
0: away from cross-gen, are you saying we will use see more use of this compression?
1: Com- it would make. I mean, it would make sense, right? But my, my point, the the whole point I'm trying to say is that this particular technology that is available on both Xbox and PlayStation on PlayStation doesn't require any developer input, while on Xbox, mm. developers have to make some effort to use it. If you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: Based Mark one. the goat. He thought of it, made it easier for developers, and in fact, we've seen it. Even a moron like me can say, "Make it easier for developers, and you'll get better results." We saw it with the 360. We then saw no. it with the PS4. Now we're seeing it with the PS5, and all this. Well, ultimately, you keep Microsoft, Jason. If you're watching this, Ronald. You can't scream most powerful console when you're routinely just scraping away at the winds. And I personally, you may say, well, actually, Digital Foundry confirmed that 70% of games run better on Xbox. Well, the, the resolution is better every guest that we talk about almost unanimously in the community they always say frames over resolution so just
3: quickly though because we all sound really really negative on on the whole xbox scenario there go back a couple (laughs) of years to the xbox one Um, and the xbox one x things are so damn good now for everyone on all of the consoles 60 frames per second is Broadly available all over the place, and we're getting our nickers in a twist because you might drop a few frames in town in a game or whatever. But no, it's fantastic playing games at the moment. So, a little bit of positivity, just as a reminder. Shut your face, Gaz. I see your nonsense poker you. having a shit <laughs> fit. <laughs> listen, I can't hey, get, hey, can hey, get, l- totally get behind that.
1: Hey, listen, I'm Polish. I, I have to moan. I mean, it's our <laughs> Polish thing, right? Like, we we, we always, I'm happy. Well. We we so. There you go. We
0: love to have a winch. And on that, Oh, Face 23, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you again for the $20 Super Chat. He goes, Mads, even though the Series X is stronger paper, doesn't mean every game will perform or run better than the PlayStation 5. Well, yeah, Face Mads has confirmed why he thinks that's the case and whether or not that will go on in the future. I don't know. And that's the thing. When we do finally see the cross-chin come to an end and see more of Unreal Engine 5 multi-plats that are current gen only that's where it's going to get real tasty and if you're still crying about the tools after two years i think you need to get laid
1: yeah um. i mean uh, one point on that uh, um i understand that and i uh, like even like last generation playstation 4 pro xbox one x there, there was even a bigger of a kind of like a specs gap I would say right much bigger and even back then there were some games on PlayStation 4 Pro that would run better than on Xbox One X basically right and I get it because like it's all about like you know how developers use these bloody tools and the power and that kind of stuff right you know there was actually quite a lot of um, cases where you know games would be um, uh, would run at you know uh, lower frame rate on Xbox because you know it was again higher frame high higher resolution that kind of stuff. So um so I get it. Like it's it's just like it my fr- my frustration was coming more from the fact that a hey, on Xbox C D6 we had that uh flawless 60 frames per second in Witcher 3 and now with that update it's well it's on yeah. that for always especially in ray tracing mode give it a try 20 frames per second and maybe maybe it's a special mode, <laughs> special, you know uh, well, like somebody i mean um, I, I i've seen some jokes basically saying that oh we should actually um they should actually enable sort of like a 15 frames per second mode in Witcher three <laughs> right and that kind of stuff yeah because, oh really ray you Witcher 3 in ray tracing mode is terrible, like, frame yeah. rate-wise, right? Like, it's it's really bad.
0: Well, how much of it is... So, Mike, thank you for the $10 soup chat. He goes, why are we giving the, the developers a pass when this is clearly an optimization issue, prioritizing one platform over another? I don't know if that's the case, but he says, every game that the Series X runs poorly... Also runs poorly on PC. I don't think that's the case of every game. Uh, he says, coincidence? No. Well, on that note, Mike, um, we've had the Metro say that The Witcher 3 is another cyberpunk 2077-style disaster. Because CD Projekt Red cannot be afford cannot afford to have m- missteps like this in this case mike i do agree with you because the pc re- version runs rubbish uh and the ps5 version by the way it runs pretty terribly as well um it's just that the ps5 r- ran a better frames than mads shared that along but the the ps5 version also uh whilst it has 10 times faster loading um it's terrible, apparently, at ray tracing. It's often juddery, 30 frames, if that. So you're right, Mike. It's There is a developer um, issue there. But I think someone in chat also mentioned that um, uh, whilst we're not giving them free reign, ultimately, if you make it easy to develop on a console, uh, generally, then, of course, developers will favor that console. just the path of least resistance. We've talked about power quite a lot there. I see what you're saying, Mike. You're saying Digital Foundry only covered that. CD Projekt Red did prioritize the versions on the Cyberpunk. I don't know how they came to that conclusion, if that's the case. Fine. Um, Cole Eastwood in chat says, the developers said the Xbox XDK GPU is stalled out and they don't want to keep that Tuning it for Xbox consoles because it shouldn't be that difficult, difficult. That's terrible. That's terrible on Xbox's part. If that's the case, yeah. Colt, what you're saying, it's horrible. Well, how, well, how did Xbox land in itself in that situation? If anyone, Xbox should know the value in making mm-hmm. it easier. Par- well, th- th- yeah. Um,
2: oh, that was actually a, a, a part sorry, of okay. my point earlier. Um, that the thing is, um, with with a lot of things, uh, the stuff just works right out of the gate for the developers on on PlayStation. While they on Xbox, they have to optimize for certain things. Yeah, um, and that's
0: what the remedy developer which... said when he had the interview with IGN. He said the same thing. And he said, piss off Series S, another bloody S console to worry about. But he said the same thing. It works right out of the box for the PlayStation, whereas Xbox they designed a new whatever tools and now they have to work around it. What you no. were saying, combination of what you and Mads were saying. So ultimately, I just say it's Xbox's fault. Fix it. It's your problem. <laughs> you you're the one advertising as the world's most powerful console. Yeah, you have the resolution advantage, but a lot of us like the frame rate. We've heard it here many times. But let's see. Let's see. We still haven't entered current gen or next gen properly because. F- don't have any next-gen games! Why? So shit! I hate it! I was so excited! I had a fat erection coming into this generation! More power! CPUs! Beast! No more of these ancient, shitty hard drives! All these promises! Even Mark Cerny said, the game development will change once you use the power of the SSD! You like. Lying- Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Two years. years. Hoggy <laughs> ah. chatting with the $10 Super Chat. Just to confirm what Mike said, the new developer kit for X- is for console and Windows DX12. So there is a good chance that implementing the new SDK is causing issues. Well, mm. Huggy, I hope they can find a solution to that. I hope they can. I just want it to be working. Now, slightly different tangent. I just want to quickly talk about this. Apparently, Death Stranding 2 has a movie announced. It's apparently like Amazon Prime, the flipping documentary. I, don't, I haven't played it. I'm going to play it, by the way. I've shat on Death Stranding so much, but apparently a movie's in the works and I want to talk to you about what, what, what actually
1: movie fuck? may actually work to be honest with you well, I mean how? It, how the, the game was like? already a movie
2: right uh, like really? with two minutes yeah. uh, the intro alone is I don't know 15 20 minutes long
1: yeah I just wanted to and say then... that like yeah uh... Uh,
2: something yeah. like that uh, um, yeah that's my problem with Kojima games I'm not a not a big Kojima fan when I want to play a game I want to play a game I don't want to watch like <laughs> 20 minute cutscene play three minutes of gameplay and then watch another 20 minute cutscene so I'm, I'm absolutely no fan I tried to play Death Stranding um, Honestly, I fell asleep three times in the first hour. And yeah, it's just not <laughs> just not for me. So
0: I'm going to try it, okay? With the help of some legal drugs, I will try mm. to bear with it. Because apparently, there's this moment of epiphany when you realize this game is a work of art. Magnifique! I don't know. I don't we'll, know. Maybe we'll see. But they... <laughs> so, obviously, they're going to say this. Hideo Kojima by, is working
1: with by, Alex. By yourself, and- sorry. By yourself, <laughs> couple of cans of Monster. No, <laughs> what are you saying? So, sorry, go ahead. By, by yourself, couple of cans of Monster. So
0: <laughs> really, yeah, because that that's why I need Mads more, like taurine in my blood sugars levels. Yes, it. If no, I because- die, chat. I mean, the, mad. The, so doesn't the, give a this, shit
1: about my health. <laughs> the, this game is full of uh, of of that drink. Basically, that's why.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, you're right. They sponsored the shit out of that game. Talk about ad placement. No one gave a up Actually, you know what? Other than the fact that it's really kind of cheesy in the way they advertise it, I never had an issue with naturally like blended in. Ads. People are, oh, look at that billboard. It's got a Nike logo in it. I'm like, who cares? Like, that's what you'd expect on a advertising board. But rather, you'd have a fake one in there, unless, of course, I mean, there's a deeper conversation. But with this game, they say, apparently, they're working with Barbarian executive producer Alex Libovici, um, who says, unlike other big budget temple video game adaptations, adaptations, because movie games tend to suck this will be something for more intimate, Uh, this will be something more intimate and grounded well, our goal is to redefine what a video game adaptation is, bullshit Um, and have creative and artistic freedom, well in a game like this as creative as they can it's just, you need to be on DMT to understand this game, this film will be an authentic Hideo Kojima production, which means that it's going to be batshit crazy who is interested in this chat let me know asa you love it right
3: no <laughs> there it um, is no i didn't get along with this in the game at least in the film they can't expect you to, to just walk over long distances over and over again so <laughs> maybe it'll be brilliant people call him a visionary uh, i'm still i i don't dislike jima i'm still excited for for his next projects always i'm excited for Am I excited for Death Stranding 2? No, that would make that be weird because I really I can't I cannot bring myself to play through the first one. If the movie gives me a little recap and takes me up to the start of Death Stranding two, maybe I'll play Death Stranding two at that point. Is Xbox <laughs> Project in the cloud? Sure, I'll see what it is. I'm interested.
0: Mm, yeah, Death Stranding two and Hideo Kojima, they have a weird weird vibe. I think MGS five was overrated, but people will argue to death against me. I've got a lot of friends who actually completely split on this mm, so there is I'm something fully with there. You. Right.
2: there it's not well? just that trending. yeah yeah. it's not just that trending. also Metal Gear way overrated
0: well Mega Solid 5 Mega Solid 1 and 2 and 3 were pretty dank in my opinion I didn't play 3 but not in my opinion Mega Solid 1 is in my top 5 of all time just it was something special really? I think yeah MGS 1 was amazing what are you talking about it was crazy like even when they had blocky faces, I still cared. They were oh, one of the, the stealth closest... games are shit. Move on. Oh, <laughs> no. Speaking of shit games, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is coming. Don't come at me, ponies. Um, Spider-Man 2 is coming 2023. Insomniac have confirmed that it's happening. Now, first of all, <laughs> every time a release date or uh, any indication of a release day is given, I tend to take it with a pinch of salt now. You'd be forgiven uh, for being uh, a bit skeptical on this, but Mads, mm. do you think do you think this will actually release next year?
1: well it's in it's insomniac so they seem to be very productive if you know what i mean like um, Mm -hmm. if you look at the a a lot of like games uh, from playstation like, there was quite a lot of games from Insomniac, like two Spider-Man games. Uh, I mean, I guess one was just a remaster, I guess. So just like updated version of the PlayStation 4 game. But still, um, Ratchet & Clank, um, did they release anything else? I mean, that Miles Morales. Even, Miles yeah. Morales. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That, that, I mean, they they seem to have some good processes there. Uh, they seem to be you know, like, they, they, they must have had, been, um you know, even COVID, uh, kind of, uh you know, proved, I guess, somehow. I don't know. Yes, because, Hoggy, like,
0: This, this no. was announced last year. It's coming out next year. I it actually year? last year. I don't know. Last year,
1: it was like, last year, year. twenty one, yeah. yeah. So what's how interesting, are
0: they releasing it
1: so quick? What's What's interesting is that I've I've seen some comments on Twitter. Uh, obviously, I have no idea whether that's actually true or not because, uh, well, Spider Man probably is going to take place in, well, I guess the same city and stuff. So maybe they will be able to reuse some of the assets. Ooh. Now, obviously. Copy so, and
0: paste, I'm, he said. Chat. Well, he said, "Copy and paste, lazy developers." Oh,
1: I mean, you know, I, I'm sure. That I'm sure they will improve. But if you've got like, you know, I don't know, the the city map already there and the main buildings, so you just basically put more stuff on top of that just to make it next gen and stuff, right? You know, um, you know, maybe you will use even more ray tracing, better lighting, and you know, more, uh, you know. FX and that kind of stuff and you've got uh, a next-gen game basically right so maybe maybe that's that maybe that's going to be the case although i did see some tweet from one of the developers that you know obviously i know that developers have tendency to kind of hype things obviously especially you know stuff that they actually work on but like he was like oh you don't even know you know you don't what did he say he was, he was, he was like, "Oh, you're not even ready for what we're about to." do uh, yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, so yeah, like, they're gonna I do know.
0: that. They're gonna build
1: the hype. They might believe yeah. it, but yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I when it comes to release dates and stuff, I think that if if anything, like actually, Insomniac probably will deliver, right? So, uh, did, did they say exactly <laughs> when that's coming out? Or it's just like. Well, end of they said 2023, 2023 generally. And
0: Hoggy says, guess you need a refresher, Gaz. Spider Man came out in 2018. If it comes out in 2023, how many years is that? All oh, right, five. Because he suddenly forgot Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank from the same studio. But then the metric will change. Now, watch Hoggy change the goalpost in about T minus five minutes uh, but before I bait get into a response Boxenberger are you mm. hopeful are, are you have conf- do you have confidence in Insomniac and what are you expecting from the game a conservative one
2: i i do have faith in, in insomniac um, i'm always careful these days with the messaging of sony uh <laughs> you know uh, they told us a lot of stories over the last couple of years uh, that turned out not to be true so um god of war was supposed to come out in the launch window if you remember yeah and yeah uh, got it two years after after the, the console launch so um <clears throat> I do have faith in, in Insomniac, though. I think what Matt says is right. They are very oiled machine, uh, well oiled machine. They um, know how to to bring out games, release games. They have a, a working schedule there, uh, so I do have faith in them. Um, but th- th- yeah, again, these days uh, you, you can't trust anything that Sony tells you. Um, that that's the For thing. One really with the release dates, but yeah, yeah, and with the how, release how big are they? Like, Insomnia. Um, like, that's a good question. That's a good, that's good question.
0: question. No, no I'm idea. sure they'll they'll have expanded. And yeah. they were bought for a cheap, cheap price. Yeah. So what a good two hundred
2: something million or so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 250 it's million steel. or something
0: stupid,
2: can, which yeah, is a yeah. steal compared to some of the other buys that they've
0: got. And they're carrying Absolutely. PlayStation almost. Well, Studio yeah. Santa Monica delivered some beef beast.
2: They had the shiny Ambril launch again. title. Yeah, they had the, yeah. the shiny launch title, they had Ratchet and Clank, the only well next true next, next gen. gen um yeah. game. Uh, so yeah. And they have they have the game that everyone is excited about uh, in in whenever it will come out. And that's that's uh, Wolverine. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz oh, around yeah. that. Uh so um they are carrying uh, Sony this gen so far. So oh, yeah. Um I, I I'm still confident um in 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 what they will do, whether it will come out next year or in 24 it doesn't matter. But I think the game will, will be fantastic that the first two well, if you count Miles Morales, as the second one. Um, uh, were were awesome. I, I really enjoyed them, but I don't think it will be a revolutionary game or something. Um, just expect what you had in the in the first two, in, in Spider Man and Miles Morales. Um, yeah. A little bit ir- reiterated. Uh, the, the, the engine is probably a little bit more polished. Uh, it'll be still a cross-gen release. So uh,
0: cross-gen release, really?
2: It's good. Mm, yeah. You think really? so? Yeah, oh, are they
0: you said so. Do you want to? They, they, they did say. They did say so.
1: A, they did say so. Oh, uh, so in even five, that in that
0: FF5. case,
1: FF5. In that, yeah, case that makes more sense. because yeah. yeah, so also in that case, these comments about reusing the assets and stuff actually makes even more sense. Because I yeah. thought that we're talking about like a proper PlayStation Five game, but no, it's not. No, so it's so cross, yeah, cross, makes, it makes yeah, it, even more. The
2: wording was even so a little vague uh, that they even left the window open where the Wolverine will be actually. <laughs> No. Cross-gen, but they, no.
0: they in the tweet only mentioned PS5 they did not mention if that is cross gen ladies and gentlemen I swear if any Playstation ponies even dare downplay that they will get the wrath of the source because that should be next gen only I don't care anymore you've sold all these consoles make it next gen otherwise it's in scope it's uh, it's it's quite bad before i get to you ace on this i just want to dan lazaro with the two dollars so goes, gaz is wins the award for the whiniest karen in gaming i'm gonna whine in auto tune for you um and hoggy coming at me now where he goes sigh gaz let me sigh in reverb sigh gaz oh actually let me actually sigh <sighs> uh, the two teams at Insomniac. i guess you forgot that oh uh, i wish microsoft could segment their team so maybe you would have less excuses for damage controlling their shit output um the small team who works on miles wasn't the full team okay so two big teams were working on ratchet and clank and Spider-Man? Wait, explain this to me, sir. How did that happen? They seem to be working pretty fast, huh? Unless you're saying that's a tiny team working, ratchet. <laughs> don't fuck with me. Sorry, i should have said don't with me, huggy. Um, because the small team working on Miles DLC is Obsidian incapable of releasing multiple game games with two major teams? I don't know. They released what? Shut your ass, what are you talking about? Asa, you don't like stealth games, but yet you routinely gave me shit for two years for not playing Spider-Man, the overrated freaking open world game with the shittest stealth sections in the history of life. And I want to know your excitement for this Spider-Man 2 ray tracing next gen only game. Go for it
3: guy hi gaz spider-man was an incredible game insomniac have their weaknesses they do the stealth sections were terrible and i hate stealth games that's how good spider-man was that i played all the way through it and enjoyed it the whole way despite some of the worst stealth sections in gaming um which is saying a lot the, the thing that i really hope for the sequel i i'm fairly sure that when they initially announced it within a few days of that first trailer they were then saying that it was playstation 5 only if they've said anything different over the it, recent press releases then.
2: because it was like there was like this blog post um from herman holtz like in the summer this year where they had like talked talked about this entire cross-gen thing and in that blog post it I I remember, that, but if, you, if you, uh I, um, I I'm I I see a lot of people you, in saying. the chat going crazy about this. <laughs> uh, but, uh, in that blog post, they made it sound like it's not, it's gonna be Cross so, um If that's not the case, uh, good good on them because it's time to move on.
3: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hoping. Well, um, but so what I really want to see for it the thing the biggest weakness from the previous Spider Man and this applies to Sunset Overdrive as well. So I consider it an Insomniac weakness. Mm is that the side quests in the open world were properly shite.
0: Oh, yeah. Three-star
3: challenges all over the map are properly shite. So mm-hmm. keep what you do with the action, keep what you do with the campaign and the cinematic feel, keep the traversal. Don't give me these shitty challenges. Mm. Like Make the side content good. That's my hope for it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They were really bad. There was catch pigeons. What well, the flip thought was a good idea. Find his random bag of a hundred bags that he randomly sprawled over the place. Oh, use the binoculars to on people for some random guy. It just, all of it was, oh, use these weird labs i've built all across the city that no one's noticed that's futuristic tech for osborne so he can find a cure for covid 25 it's just like what is this this is just derivative gameplay and i'm so sick and tired of uh, that kind of open world formula mr Meeseeks, i see this pentiment and grounded reference in, in equivalence to insomniacs ratchet and clank and spider-man <laughs> Oh, you don't want this smoke. Um, well, Asa, I can just quickly on that though, can am I remiss for saying that Sony, and I've said this before, but I want to I want to get your take on it. They are recycling a lot of them. They've built these engines. The way they can turn turn these games around, even God of War Ragnarok, as great as it is, is Started off as, literally started off as DLC. Then it got scaled up. It is a PlayStation 4 game at its heart. Really, it is. And it works well on PS5. I'm not saying it's a bad game, anything. But here you've got God of War. Now you've got Spider-Man. That's coming out very quickly. They are really kind of squeezing out these engines. Maybe it's smart play. I'm seeing Sony do this a lot. And might see more of it. I mean, makes sense? No? Spider-Man 2 is going to sell gangbusters anyway.
3: Yeah, don't underestimate what they will change in Spider-Man 2. But there is, like, you're making games. It it is a production pipeline. They are a publisher. They are putting money into it. So, of course, if there are efficiencies to be had, then they're going to take those efficiencies. If they can reuse things, and it makes sense to... if. If Kratos is going to get in the boat in the same way as he used to, like it, you don't want to pay someone to spend a couple of weeks changing the animation for getting in a boat—that's just like dumb economics. So obviously, we want to see them like push the boundaries and do things that have never been done before and create new IP and all the rest of it. But sometimes it makes sense to to use work that's already good.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not hating on them. I'm just makes saying...
3: sense. Actually, it just makes it sense. does.
1: I mean, the like, even I even remember, like, like there was this big... Um, um, after Xbox started buying studios left and right a couple of years ago, there was, like, this big press conference with some of these uh, studio heads. And they were talking about, you know, how they feel about, like, being under Microsoft umbrella now and that kind of stuff. And also they spoke about technology sharing and that kind of stuff, right? So they actually mm. did say that, like, you know, uh, yeah, they are open... Uh, to share some of their technologies which you know that which could be used in other games and that kind of stuff so that's totally fine so it makes no sense to re, re uh, reinvent the wheel if you know if somebody has done it before and to be honest with you like i did a little bit of a game developing myself like a year two years ago like was playing with uh, you know unreal and uh, unity and that kind of stuff and you literally if you if you if you really want it you could actually make a game without making a single art line of code. Nice. Oh, anything, oh. uh, anything. You can actually get anything, uh, everything from the game engine. You can buy stuff from like other artists and that kind of stuff. All mm-hmm. you have to is just like put the pieces together. Obviously, I'm not saying that's easy, but if, for example, if you don't have any um you know art skills like i don't right i was actually playing i was like making my own levels and stuff like i I just got some art for free basically from unity store right you can do it and obviously i'm talking about like some indie development um but basically like reusing assets in game development is nothing special like ubisoft does it a lot as well right it's Mm. just so i don't i like i get it that like you know it actually works for like console warriors and that kind of stuff like compared to, <laughs> oh this this looks the same but i mean does it doesn't matter why would you not yeah no i mean look mm-hmm. at god of war
0: god of war is a really conservative upgrade but it's sitting at the same meta score if you give a shit about metacritic as the other game because look they delivered a great story Delivering a great story and characters and voicing, all of that is not guaranteed. Spider-Man actually will be carried by its voice acting, motion capture, visuals, all of those will get an upgrade. And if it's PS5 only, that will be considerable as well, and with a lot of pressure for it to perform there, actually. So I'm not trying to deride it. I think it's a smart play that Sony have settled on established IPs that they can churn out faster with a template they have with their engines, whereas Microsoft may not be able to do that other than Forza Horizon 5, which was that example, which was really great. Halo 5, Halo Infinite didn't, you know, they use this slip space engine and look how where that got them. And you've got now, but on the other end of that, You've got and someone asked me in chat what do you think is the next gen game um and look look at hellblade 2. that game visually looks incredible mm. but visuals only part of the puzzle as a future of gaming video did i want to see strides in ai i also want to see strides and things like physics um you're not seen enough of uh and use that cpu to good use uh so there's a lot there a lot of that was going to be next gen team.
3: only S- spider-man one had the same bin bags all over the city really minor thing right but they said we use this bin bag so often that we're going to keep it in memory for the entirety of the game and they don't need to do that anymore so i want to see massively different bin bags (laughs) powered by ai all over the city next gen only (laughs) Oh yeah. there is so much more these consoles can do and it's hard to envisage because obviously the, the the noticeable upgrades that hit you in the face particularly in screenshots and videos are going to be the way that something looks but when you look at like um The way that consoles and open worlds have developed over time, if you go all the way back to the 360 and Oblivion, there was like three different ground textures that covered the entire world because they had all these limitations to work around. You move up a gen, now you can get a bit of diversity, but only a certain number of things within one area. Only one type of bin bag within the whole of Manhattan. And then you move on to this gen and you've got this space and you've got these SSDs so you can now you don't need to, to reserve space in memory for the assets that you're reusing all the time. Like the whole point of these things is that you can just pull it all in and you can have massively more diverse environments. So if you're talking visually, that should make a difference. There's a subtle one that won't show up in a screenshot, but when you're exploring and things suddenly aren't all generic anymore, that subtle difference will, will be there. And when things start exploding and debris goes everywhere and it stays in the world because you no, you no longer need to clear it off to, to save that little bit of space. Yeah. It's going to make a difference. And this is where next-gen only is what we're all waiting for. So hopefully we see it soon, right?
0: I mean, bin bags is a small example. What about NPC variety in faces? You've got randomly generated NPCs and stuff like that. That's a bigger one. And you can't really say that like you that's a visual but well, it is a visual thing. You can take a screenshot of that. There's a multitude of people, loads of physics, clothes, and you know all the particle just, physics. So wait, much there. This
3: is again, this is completely like stupid thinking. Like I, I like to get carried away with things that are exciting though, and there's lots of conversations now around AI yeah, art. Absolutely. Imagine when AI is more involved in enemy design and things like that, and suddenly all those little lizards—they're all unique now because every single one has been generated on the fly with its little differences, ooh, suddenly, ooh. suddenly games are on another level. So mm.
0: there's things to look yeah, forward to. absolutely. Absolutely. And watch this space with AI. I did the future of gaming video that no one watched that spent so much time on. But watch, um, watch that if you want to. But AI has been very controversial, especially in this next game that we're talking about, because this next game we used AI. Specifically, an incredibly powerful tool, in the hands of everyone that I've subscribed to and Cole Eastwood has subscribed to. It's called Mid Journey, which is generating art. It is mind-blowing. If I could show you the stuff that I've generated, I've created art, well, the AI has based on a few command prompts, you will be mind-blown. But this next game did do that, albeit to a smaller degree, for its posters. And that is high on life high on life has been trending on twitter as well it's been a quite a divisive game um people expected it said it's gonna be mid we had bg and oh no it's alex it said shit humor blah 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 very divisive and for that very reason a lot of reviewers have reviewed it poorly Yet. For some reason, hardly anyone's reviewed it. It's sitting on 67 on Metacritic on PC and 61 on Series X, both with 17 reviews. 17 is not that much in the grand scheme of things, but there seems to be, in from my observation, a market divide between what reviewers are saying of this game is and what the game actually is. Now, I'm not the one to always bemoan reviews' opinions. I think gamers are like, eh, this review is shit. Too much more IGN suck. Um, but I have played High on Life. I'm playing it to this day, and I can't wait to complete it. It's actually, God, it's pulled me away from bloody Callista Protocol, which I was enjoying. It is such a fun game. It yeah, I, I I, enjoy the shit out of it. At Boxer Burger, I didn't... <laughs> Maybe it was my expectations because I've played Squanch Games stuff. I love Trovers Saves the Universe. I love Rick and Morty. And very few games in nowadays will make me actually laugh. And yeah. I'm party chat with Colt and he's laughing and I'm laughing at random shit we're playing. And then Colt doesn't shut the f*** because I'm trying to listen to the game. So don't play in party chat. <laughs> play it alone. Um, but the game's mechanics may not be <laughs> incredible. They're very basic. But they're still good enough for me to explore this beautifully hilarious, often crude Rick and Morty universe. So if you're there sitting on the fences looking at reviews, I think you may be surprised, especially if you're a Rick and Morty fan. I think you will love this game. But even if you're
2: not i i i've never seen rick and morty it's like not non-existing over here in germany i i have no idea what the what rick and morty was before that game was made i actually googled Ah. because everyone was talking like oh if you like rick and morty i had to google what it is what yeah facts (laughs) Uh, doesn't matter i'm enjoying the hell out of it Uh, i didn't go in expectations um i it looked weird um yeah, the trailers were okay. I, I didn't do much for me, honestly. I didn't expect much, oh, but I started oh, interesting. it. And like you said, there are rarely games where I have to really laugh out loud and like literally pause uh, because <laughs> I'm just just laughing. Uh, and it, it's such a fun game. And actually, yeah. core mechanics are good as well. Like yeah. the shooting is good. The traversal with the with the knife whip and everything. Boost it looks. well yeah it's good so the, the, they got the core gameplay mechanics down and mm. the humor yeah i i love it i'm, That's I'm very interesting
0: that you've never watched rick and morty and you found this mm. hilarious which means to me you will cry real tears when you watch rick and morty because there's some <laughs> episodes that are hilarious so you think so that's very interesting, Boxenberger. Mm-hmm. You d- you saw the initial trailers. We were hyped because we liked Rick and Morty. We saw that we clocked the humor. You didn't even watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. You think the gameplay is uh, good, is decent, serviceable? I think so too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if the gameplay was utterly wank, I wouldn't play the game.
2: But- yeah, yeah it is it's, it's solid that the game the gameplay itself is is, is very solid and um, yeah. the story is fun so besides the actual humor so what, what you actually do in the game doing is, is it, it's good man I, I'm, I'm, I say this is my biggest surprise this year because i didn't have any expectations going into this i'm i just beat the third boss and now and uh i'm having a blast
0: I don't Fair enough. I mean, I know Colt's having a blast. Everyone is. I Anyone who's played it. I even had some Sony fanboys, like really hardcore ones, say it's a great game. Like, it's really fun because they love Rick and Morty. Mm. Um, Mad, you don't look like anything. I don't know. You just look like you have no feelings at all. You look like Acer right now. Uh, <laughs> what's your take? I can't That's read me. on you. He's excited. Did he play the game? Have you played Higher Life? <laughs>
1: That, that's that's my poker face <laughs> it's bad <better> that it <laughs> well i don't like poker but anyway um yeah i mean yeah i did play and uh, it's actually funny because like when i first played it like and again i don't know it's my it must be my curse or something right um you know when i first played it like literally installed it like maybe an hour when it got when it became available and uh, frame rate issues stuttering i was like what the fuck i'm not playing this shit of a game right but literally hours after they release uh the game they released a patch which actually fixed all these issues apparently right so i played yeah. later and it actually works where well now I actually enjoy it like it's I wouldn't really say that it's actually one of the best games whatever right but but it's actually pretty fun no, I, I, actually, I, actually, I, I actually I actually actually dig the the um the, the humor and that kind of stuff like yeah. <laughs> when I, like when when I shot some kid and then I met you know his mother and <laughs> and and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I was like oh fuck I'm I'm screwed right and she's like oh don't worry he was asking for it like you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I actually the thing is like you know um, this game just works, right? It's just like it's actually quite fun to play. So you know it's one of those like little kind of games, and um, I actually agree with Boxenberger, uh, Boxenberger about like uh, the, the 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 I guess the trailers and that kind of stuff didn't really. Um, I, I get. I actually find that quite a lot with games these days like a lot of times type like the trailers doesn't really tell you much about the game and Mm. sometimes i watch the trailer and, and it's like and i'm like no, I'm not going to be playing this. Like I had the same with High, uh, high on Life, right? I was like, eh, hey, this game is not for me. But actually, you know, I tried it and it's actually pretty fun. So yeah, I'll I'll probably beat that game. Like, you know, that's, um, you know at some point, I like, played it for maybe two hours or so. So it's actually pretty good. I, I like it. So I don't really, I mean, I get it. Some people may not necessarily be in that kind of games, but so I understand that some people may give it like seven, six, whatever, like, but give it a, three only you're because you're a
0: gamer you're a gamer because, they don't have a school a scale man. but the guy he and if you read the review most of it his
1: contention with the game was with the humor in the game he <laughs> found it horrible and that's what I don't get because like you know I, I get it this part of the game this one particular that's, that, that part of the game may not be for you right mm-hmm. and I get it but that doesn't make the whole game shit only because you don't like humor, Like, I mean... Yeah, like, he doesn't like humor.
0: You don't like to laugh, you're a gamer, get a better sense of yeah. humor, yeah, you fucking <laughs> wh-
1: Yeah, sorry, I was doing my uh,
0: knifey impression there. Knifey's a brilliant <laughs> idea. No, it's true though, it's like humor is subjective, and Asa, you don't have any sense of humor, right?
3: That's true, I don't have one <laughs> at all. Um... Yeah, not a single joke. I've played that. The, it's, it's an interesting question on the oh, review, though, because Eurogamer not having a score is kind of fair enough. Like, Mads, you're absolutely right. That if you're trying to review this game objectively, yeah, sense of humour is just one part of the package, and someone reviewing it should be able to pick it apart and tell you things. But at the same time, it is a, such a core cool part of the experience that if you do not enjoy the sense of humour in that game, it's, it's probably going to be a terrible time for you. You can turn down the voice lines yeah. a little bit, make them a little bit less, less common. But there's some value in being told, like, if you don't like Rick and Morty, you're going to hate this, even if the other stuff is objectively quite good. So reviews are weird. And Mm. the game is doing really well in terms of fan feedback. If you look at the Steam reviews, it's like 89% positive, despite some significant Mm -hmm. launch issues. And for me, that always means more than than journalist reviews anyway. Reviews from anyone that gets things for free, like, sorry, but I take the real real reviews mean a lot more to me. So um, that is what it is. For me, I played the game for... Yeah, real reviews are from people that bought the game and went and played it, to me. Mm. Um, and I'm sure that's upsetting for some people, and it's, it's quite a controversial statement in a sense, but it's why I don't ask for free shit. makes my opinion completely irrelevant to me, let alone to everyone else. Uh, someone just dropped died. it up so You do some talking for a minute, <laughs> and I'll pick up this line of thought in a minute.
0: I'll hold you up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, let me read some uh, Super Chats. Danny Passion Official. Thank you for the $5 Super Goes One thing I like about this show is the focus of talking about actual games and not only PR drama. Please keep that essence. Thank you, Danny Passion Official. We actually talk about PR dramas as well. Uh, but we talk about games because a, when Xbox a fun comes up one, games.
3: Though. You, you, you <laughs> have to remember at the moment when so many people are like... Um angry at Xbox for not showing up at the game awards. There is a separation to be made between the marketing cycle and actually releasing games. You can be mad at Xbox either way to be fair. What yeah. <laughs> really what is the games, so not the marketing.
0: Absolutely. Once we have the games and we excitedly talking about <laughs> it, then it'll always be like that, Danny. Um but it's a balance. A lot of people do like um the controversy, the controversy sells. Contro- controversy for me, just in the topics alone, is exciting. I like the politics behind the industry, but we. I do want to talk more about the games. And as High End Life is a great example of that, some game you can just talk about and laugh about, not massive spoilers. The game's humor is so, for me and Mads and Ace even. It's just, it's, it's fun to discuss. Like Elden Ring, we could talk about, you know, we met that boss. And, so, yeah, it just swings and roundabouts. Um, Face23, Brooklyn, New York. My cable drops. Yes, my, my headset is running out of battery. This stupid Steel Series thing just beeps at you every three seconds if you haven't recharged it. And now I, I think this headset's going out, uh, going by the wayside. Face, thank you again uh, for the $20 super chat. To whichever Xbox fan that was saying E3 is bigger than the Game Awards, Game Awards had 103 million views this year. So if Xbox was going to show anything, they should have shown it there. Agreed with you. 100% agreed with you. I saw after the Game Awards, so fucking cable. I, I saw with the Game Awards so much damage controlling. Oh, it's only the Game Awards. Why does everyone care about the Game Awards? Oh, you know, I don't know. It's that bloody show where they revealed the Xbox console. What the hell are you talking about? And now 103 million. Who was saying that? Who was saying? I didn't say uh, it's inconsequential. In fact, we had a whole (laughs) argument about the value of the Game Awards and the responsibility. Always oh, risk it for the biscuit, Mr. Lanus. Of course he was downplaying it. Oh, risk it. Why do you do this to yourself? You make it so easy for me to absolutely shit on you, which I don't always want to do. He's a nice guy. Um, but yeah, risk it. You've got a lot of uh, L's uh, taken on this one. But yeah, well, risk it. At least I'm sure now you acknowledge we all made mistakes. But The Game Awards is big. It is important. So the I numbers see. don't lie. They are. They are. I think, isn't, um, it, it, isn't
1: it even bigger than? Isn't it? Isn't it even bigger than the uh, Oscars? Oscars and that
0: kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, gaming has you, dwarfed um, that. But yeah. against the Oscars, that says a lot because Oscars is huge. So. It
3: does, but the Oscars um, is like an awards show. If the Game Awards was an awards show, it, it would not have the audience that it yeah, has. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably, Yeah.
1: It is really all about. The, yeah, like, so modules. then, then again, that's even more. That should be even more incentive for these companies to put their, you know, game trailers there because, like, everyone is mm. there for that particular reason, right? So,
0: hundred percent. And did you see how good the show was this year? Next year, you're going to see a lot more companies, including Microsoft, actually show things off, because if you're downplaying it. Why the hell is the head of Xbox saying front row on that show? (laughs) <laughs> don't
1: don't play it he <laughs> was not he was not happy so i've never seen him so
0: annoyed in my life am not that i've seen him a lot but he looked pissed because he knew he knew it's like he was getting on a roller coaster ride he just like bit his teeth down like this moth. flip don't even introduce me don't even introduce me to the show just want to sink here <laughs> just cry and that was the same day the abk deal came. Okay. phil we love yeah. you man honestly and it's it's not nice uh to see you that upset, but bring the games, man. Um, Danny Passion Official. Thank you for the two dollars super this I'm okay with the drama, but the balance is great. Well, thank you, Danny, for your vote of confidence. We will try and strive to maintain that balance. It's not always easy, but I appreciate it. Uh, before we go off the high-end life, well, actually, we've gone up past the half high end life. Apparently, Tomb Raider is now published by Amazon. What? I thought, can someone explain this? We were talking about this in the green room and I didn't understand it. Boxer Burger's back! Uh, welcome back, baby. Sorry, uh, the, the internet was gone. Uh, no, it's all good, man. It happens. It happens. Um, we talked about, while well, you, whilst you're here, I'll put you in the hot seat. Mm. Tomb, Tomb is published by Amazon, of all places. Yeah. Uh, what's going on there? Because CD Crystal Dynamics got purchased by Embracer. But yes, the exactly. Amazon, can someone explain it to me? I actually don't know. I don't know what's going on.
2: Yeah, so uh, this week, uh, Amazon uh, and Embracer announced that they will publish now the new Tomb Raider game. Yeah, they also announced a few little infos on the game. It will be single player. It will be a sequel to the trilogy. Unreal 5, we already knew that. A um, couple of things like that, but it's going to be published by Amazon. And I think that's really weird because um, Embracer itself has a big publishing arm. So yeah. why are they not publishing their game? One of the biggest game th- games they've ever released, honestly, um, um, themselves. Uh, they just bought the studio. Uh, it's it's a flagship it. title. Why why not publish it uh, themselves? And I do have a theory. Actually, I have two theories. Um, Go for it. The, the first was uh, f- maybe there's something like a series or movie related attached to this that we just have not heard yet so that's a good theory um that's that's one thing and the other thing is of course um embracer buys a lot of studios but never never in this size um crystal and eidos montreal and everything was like um simply big studios for them and Maybe they just realized, hey, developing triple A, a triple A Tomb Raider blockbuster where you oh. have to hundreds of millions of development budget, yeah? Uh, it's just too big for them. Uh, mm. So,
0: maybe it's a combination of two, but I think mm. your second one, it has to be the second one, because let's think about it. What does Embracer have at the scale of Tomb Raider? Um... Oh, that has previously released. I can't think of anything. I can't no, no, think of Do you think Boxerberg is right? There's either a series or a movie in the works, which would make sense as well with Amazon Prime, or the second one, which is basically they're a bit nervous, they're out of their depth, and they need a publisher, larger publishing outfit, or to to carry this.
1: I mean, if anything, it's probably the second one. I mean, I haven't really heard anything about Tomb Raider movie and stuff. I mean, new Tomb Raider movie. But um, Mm. the second option actually makes sense. Because if you look even at, you know, Crystal Dynamics, they are working with uh, Microsoft on Perfect Dark. But apparently, Mm. I'm not sure. uh, I mean, when last time... I mean, aren't they, aren't they helping with Fable as well? Uh, and it like, hasn't I'm,
2: been confirmed officially, but that's the rumor that... Yeah. Um, I think and also, it was in Eidos.
1: One yeah. of the, studios,
2: the Square Enix Studios is helping
1: apparently. Because... With Fable, because yeah. uh, that's one thing, but there, there was also—I can't remember when exactly—but there was also like official statement somewhere, like a couple of weeks or months ago, where the um, or maybe that was an article on verge or something. I don't know. Either way, it it was said that um, there is like a bigger collaboration between Microsoft Studios. And Crystal Dynamics or some other studios from Embracer as well. So the, the the basically what they were what they were what they were saying is that it's not only about this particular one game as in Perfect Dark, but also uh, it looks like they are collaborating on other games as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
2: strategic partnership, yeah, I remember. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, there was and that was official. So I think what's like Boxenberger is actually probably right with the second one, basically saying that like looks like they are really tight on money or they don't want to invest too much into big, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's why they are even like renting these people, you know, left and right just to, you know, get some money in for other Rent projects. Boys. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah absolutely. I, I, I'm sense. sure there's credence there. The second one, definitely. The first one isn't out of the realm of possibility is a good speculation there because, you know, the the partnership, and- or it could lead to number one, that successful publishing of this game could lead to that and why would you not then naturally have a conversation with amazon about that Acer, what's your take on this it's a bit unusual no
3: i i I quite like that theory because um so embracer obviously have their own publishers they've got thq nordic and they've got deep silver um at the very least who have the capability to 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 publish games across various platforms they've gone with amazon and for me even if you're looking for a big third-party publisher amazon have no track record of any success in that kind of arena they've gone they've done a few pc games that haven't set the world on fire they've had a few disasters that they pulled off the market they've spent a long time trying to break into gaming they, they bought a branch of crytex engine like years and years ago to, to do their own projects they put a lot of money into new world they published lost Ark. they've done bits and pieces they had a i think it was the crucible was their game that they launched into a beta and they said oh this is shit and cancelled it completely um so if you're crystal dynamics and you've got this prestige and reputation and you've got an ip like tomb raider which is one of the big ones in the gaming space you can probably work with pretty much any publisher that you want to and they've yeah. gone with amazon so Burger theory is a good one it could be that we're getting an amazon prime lara croft series alongside it um but who knows yeah. i don't know i don't know any more than that i don't know that yeah <laughs>
0: It's an interesting one. I just know. I mean, it's good. Good take on that. I did. I, I didn't actually genuinely understand. Unless I was missing something. <laughs> shout out to BG uh, with a five pound super five dollar super check. He goes, Hope is not downloading anything in the background this week. Keep him in check, Asa. He has been keeping him in check. check. I've been keeping an eye on the stream. It's not pixelated, so that's good. Um, but okay. shout out to. you. I've turned my Xbox off, Asa. <laughs> Um So today. Um, What's it called? Uh, Jess Gordon, actually from Windows Central, actually enthused or speculated about. Apparently, Microsoft might be exploring an ad-supported Xbox Game Pass Lite. How would you like that? Ad-supported Xbox Game Pass, Boxer Burger. You pulled a face there. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, I, I keep, keep the ads out of my my beloved hobby. <laughs> I I don't want that uh in there it starts with 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 the light version and if it's successful you know how this will go. this will trickle Mm. over to everything else i want to keep my game gaming space ad free um however i do understand why they are looking into that um obviously you want to make the the entrance barrier as slow as possible Mm -hmm. um uh, especially with Xcloud now you have to have like the ultimate uh, tier yeah which is 15 euros um, i don't know how many pounds 12 or something yeah, um, yeah I, think so. I
0: think yeah 12
2: so yeah. of course um, you you tr- you want to try to to reduce that barrier i'm not sure if if uh, an ad based thing is, is 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 the way to go or if you should just get like xbox xcloud uh the as the lowest tier so that when you have that samsung tv you know that that's where the angle is coming from if you're Mm -hmm. in front of your samsung tv you have the xcloud app on there you want people to not subscribe to a 15 euro monthly subscription service but to a three to five euro subscription service because that's when when people are getting hooked yeah um so yeah i'm I'm not sure um uh, if it's a good idea but i get why they do it um yeah could be a way
0: could be a way to finesse the inevitable price hike that is coming mm. in january you heard it here I'm guessing january or february it's coming it's got to be coming. Shoot. 24
2: 24. You think? 24. You think they, they increase the price of Game Pass before they release actual
1: games? Yeah, that would oh, make no sense.
0: That's a good point. Actually, it's a good question. I don't it think so. It would be stupid. It would be stupid. If anything, so, they
1: will wait. They will wait for Starfield and you know, all these games and yeah. to grab more people in. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah the they don't well. not releasing I said that think- the actual the actual games. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think they will keep the game price price stable through 23 to actually bring out some games and uh, and then we will see in 24 the price hike.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I think I hate an ad support. Not that I, it would affect me because I'm going to pay for it because I hate ads. I yeah. paid for YouTube premium today. I feel disgusting for paying that. But I just don't want to see ads anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. That, that could hopefully be anything to add to that, Acer. Would you think that's okay? Microsoft desperate for some, because the great point that Boxenberger made was lowering the barrier and cloud, xCloud is seen as taking it to the masses, yet that's locked off by the most expensive subscription uh, Ultimate.
3: yeah i mean it's it's worth pointing out at the moment this is just a survey just a thing that they're probably exploring and if you look over the fence at the the tv streaming industry uh disney and netflix and hulu and all of those they're all exploring ad supported options as well publishers are greedy and if they can get more money in any avenue they can they're going to explore it the 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 rumors that were reported you really have to take them with a, a huge grain of salt because it is literally just reading into a survey and trying to infer things um one of those is that the the speculated price of like three dollars a month or something for the ad supported tier that's not a thing that exists may may well never happen probably will never happen um the other one is that it includes xbox live gold like you can play online multiplayer with it again mm-hmm. not a thing but that's obviously not going to work if xbox live gold still exists at whatever price it is yeah. so there's yeah there's a lot there i'm very much with boxing worker with mads adverts are something that hopefully we as a massive gaming community will remain very resistant to and it's amazed me for the last like 20 30 years that we've pretty much done all right we haven't got yeah. commercial breaks in our adverts yet it's and true i've been it's expecting true. that for the longest time so hopefully hopefully we can stay stubborn and keep our gaming nice and clean and wholesome that's even good. even
2: you you bring up a lot of uh, great points even like product placement and such things are relatively so rare yeah not so bad. Is
0: that I like I said at the start of the show, I'd rather see a real McDonald's than Burger Munch or Chunky Punk or whatever names they come up with. Random Little shittily, shit. they're putting
3: high on life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Little <laughs> shittily.
0: <laughs> I mean, James okay, me can take a good license with that. I, I,
1: I think most people will be okay with these ads as long as they're not very, you know, um, invasive. You know, in front. Yeah, so, yeah. If if they will put so, you know some ads here and there during loads you know loading times and stuff although you know loading times are actually quite short now so I don't know how they yeah. would do it but like yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah put it there. done <laughs> the exactly so you know maybe they will be they will maybe they will try to do more uh, you know product placement or something like that maybe that but
0: that's what they've been doing so you've got monster. Yeah energy drinks you've had energizer bunnies you've seen that it does still feel really icky i'm not gonna lie depends on the game if it's like a gta 5 i don't mind if it's like something like dead stranding where there's hardly anything anyway and you're throwing bloody monster cans at a dystopian world i mean i'm like uh, what uh so yeah it does depend but let's see the final one is another rumor, but it comes from Jess Gordon, who, believe you me, does actually know quite a few things. And he says the new Xbox event that's rumored is starting to, well, he's basically, whilst he's being very careful and saying, well, I still think it's a, he, a, a rumor, it seems to have a little bit more weight. Um, To be honest, Aaron Greenberg actually confirmed that they will have an event to kept it. Koi, obviously with the details. I'm sorry, I'm holding on. Well, to he the didn't
1: keyboard. say event, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so something will come yeah. up. i If any does that emoji, Aaron Greenberg, I want. To... Okay. Anyway, um, so <laughs> there's an event apparently coming in Jan. I want to know. I think it's inevitable. There is going to be an event. There's the outcry from Xbox fans. Real Xbox fans. Yeah, uh, I'm not the arbiter in deciding who's a real Xbox fan. But the outcry after the Game Awards was considerable. Charlie um, yeah. Hustles said, gas trying not to gallop. <laughs> I'm not a pony. Uh, but look, that outcry is substantial. Xbox will have pressure to reveal and have a good show because particularly when they had a terrible summer E3 showcase, whatever it's called. So now they're going to have it. This coming, it's definitely going to happen. They're going to have a busy year on paper in 2023. I just want to know what should they show or what could they show It's speculation time. I also want chat to know what should they show to what comprises a successful show? Because I do this every year and... (laughs) Everyone damage controls after the fact. You have all this fantastical list of games. Like, oh, yeah, Perfect Dark five and all of this shit. And then there's Banjo-Kazooie and bleh, and nothing happens. They're like, oh, no, it's a good show. They just showed us well, everything wait they showed last year. year. No, yeah, no. wait for next year. Uh. So I want to get an idea, an established consensus mm. as possible in this weird format. What, what, what can they show? What should they show? Boxer Bugger, go for it what do you think they should show
2: first of all okay um i mean it it really depends on what kind of format they choose uh Mm. we've been asking for like a xbox direct kind of format for years now yeah so if it's like only like a 20 30 minute thing that they have uh it probably would make sense to simply show uh, a little bit of gameplay for the games coming in the f- apparently coming in the first half of the year. Yeah. Yes. And of course, give the release dates. We still don't know when Redfall is coming, Forza is coming when Crazy. we play Starfield. Yeah. Um uh, Stalker two and and so on. Uh, Last case of Benedict Fox and so on. All these games don't have, have uh, a release date yet. So it would make sense to use the showcase for that. Yeah. Um, I still I think, think it's a it's great a bad...
0: point, uh, Boxer Burger. They didn't they say these games are coming in the last twelve mo- next twelve months? Yes, exactly. That was in June, so you have games coming out, Redfall, so we... Starfield, uh, and all of these in the f- June, and we have no release dates?
2: Yes, exactly. They 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 are supposed to come out before the next E three, basically. Yeah. yeah. So um, mm-hmm. that's when when we expect these games to come out. Um, they of course there will be no doubt one or two games that will get a delay uh, i yeah. have no doubt uh, but the vast majority should hopefully hit that window and we have no idea when they come out um mm. we don't know nothing about hollow knight 2 and and uh, Song and so on and and all these games so yeah that would be would make the most sense to use the showcase for that um I still think it's a missed opportunity with the Game Awards. Someone also posted it in chat earlier. Earlier today, Jeff Keighley revealed that 103 million viewers watched the Game Awards. Yeah, I think you no, cut
0: out when we were talking about this, but yeah.
2: No, okay. Did. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So no, no Xbox Showcase. Maybe <laughs> E3 or the the one in January will hit those numbers. So. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's a so, massive, massive. But missed opportunity
2: Yeah Missed yeah.
0: opportunity Horrendous You're right Nothing Ooh, Well <coughs> Apparently Risky Still thinks that E3 will hit those numbers Maybe it might
2: But uh, I don't think so I don't think so But the thing is um, So what What would have should they have done at the game awards they should have shown like they did in the last years one of those big shiny mega blockbusters yeah they have shown hellblade they have shown perfect dark at the game awards stuff like that so what would should they have done they should have shown like the next fable a glimpse of the next fable or a valve yeah. or something you know where where you know as a, a non-xbox customer okay that's why i'm getting an xbox for um so if it were up to me what i would do is i would go out in january with a a smaller showcase just lay out the roadmap of the next six months but then um have another xbox direct format in april or something yeah um not
0: be close to e3 though
2: yeah but that's the, that's the thing and you you need to get the people on a consistent basis hyped for 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 game pass basically I or the xbox ecosystem i fully yeah.
0: agree with you it's just that they've shot themselves in the foot by not doing the game award now if they're gonna do two events it's gonna eat away at the meat that they have available to them i fully agree with you i don't know exactly yeah. where you're coming from but the the what I'm leading to that is and and you, you've you've summed it up there really well, which which I'm going to lead you on to Mads on. Mads, Boxenbergers, I agree with his idea that the next show should be at least at the very least what's coming in the next six months because they promised those games to come in the next six months. Do you think that's enough for the early sh- non non E3 showcase where they show Starfield? Red 4 gameplay in depth and Forza, along with some Stalker of the other two. ones. Stalker yeah. Two, I uh, Stalker Two, I can give it. Uh, be a bit mindful because they're in crazy they, situation with the war. Uh, but yeah, Stalker Two would be great. But do you think that'd be okay? Chat, would you think that's okay if they just showed that and then hold off on the big new reveals? Or do they I mean, the
1: extra? me personally, I would be totally fine with it. And to be honest with you, like even um, with that um, uh, video uh, games awards, right? I mean, the Games Awards. Uh, I wasn't actually expecting any new new announcements. If you know what I mean, any new games. I was actually expecting Redfall, Starfield, Forza release dates, new trailers, and that kind of stuff, right? Um, because I, I I I know that they are very uh, you know pro E three and they still want to keep that particular event for their you know big announcements so i don't think yeah. they will do anything big uh, especially that i mean what's the point of hyping people up about some future projects when you're going to have like you know quite you know quite big three games coming to game pass like an xbox like starfield forza you know redfall all three big games on top of that they're going to have Quite a lot of Game Pass games, like they've got this Wulong game, uh, yeah. Lies of P um atomic hearts all these games are coming to game pass right so what they really need to do they need to actually start talking and you know advertising these games hey it's on game pass it's on the xbox you know here's the release date here's the new trailer and that kind of stuff right so i think that's what they will actually focus on and um when it comes to like big announcements you know any fabled news and that kind of stuff if anything we will get something during e3 not not now and um and actually i i i think boxenberg actually mentioned that 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 they will probably have like you know they should have more like of events like during you know throughout the year and i think they should like i'm not saying that i'm not really saying that they should have that um yeah what was the name of that show that nobody really liked um what? Um, the
2: Xbox
0: that in one? the actual indie
1: twitch showcase thing, or what? Oh, no, 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 no. The thing give with me Rick...
0: PTSD with that, the, the, just got <laughs> over that.
1: <laughs> the thing with Ricari and that kind of stuff, like a couple of years ago, they, ha- they, ah. they had these. Inside Xbox Inside shows. Uh, anyway, I, um, I I actually do agree that they should have like maybe direct like kind of shows like every two months. You know, basically showing what's coming and maybe not necessarily that direct direct like uh, because it's more Format. about like showing new games. Yeah, but like they should have like you know these shows basically hyping up stuff that is coming in next two three months and stuff. Right, like just I fully remind- agree with you.
0: Because everyone yeah. is saying marketing is shit at Microsoft. Mm-hmm. High on life, how look, like, yeah, it's not a big game, but you could it's so easily marketable on TV ads and YouTube. You didn't see anything about it. So yeah. you're actually quite right.
3: Sony managed Sorry. to get Rick Uh-oh. and Morty to advertise God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> and Microsoft didn't manage to advertise High On Life. That at all. was cool. Like.
1: That was that was cool. Think
0: about that it. God of War true. and Rick and Morty are so worlds apart. Yeah, they managed that. Sony did. Yeah. Right. High in life, nothing. It's a great point. What What the hell's going
3: on? Um, um, I can showcase wise, Microsoft, they said, all. they should get on stage. Phil Spencer and Satya Nadella should step on stage and they should say, this is what we've got on Xbox for the next 12 months. cue trailer. And it comes up, Sea of Thieves season eight. And then at the end, (laughs) it says PlayStation 5 and Switch. And then they said, get on their knees, give it the big puppy eyes, and go, please let us have Activision Blizzard. End show. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's it's being very very messy
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm i'm so tired of this of this whole activision blizzard thing is just like ridiculous you know what
0: You i I, I didn't bring it up today for a reason
1: yeah you know i'm actually i actually I i would actually even Want this deal to go, You know, I mean, not necessarily like being blocked, but like to finish straight, like right now, one way or the other. Just make a decision and so sick just... of it.
0: But what man? Uh, what I is don't
1: Destin even...
0: Lagerry going to do? Have you seen his YouTube channel? Yeah. Every single videos on the FTC. He should be change his name. Yeah. What's gonna happen when the deal goes through? He's gonna be like. I have no content, <laughs> but I'm not coming at Dustin. <laughs> Um But yeah, like really, it's sick and tired of it. Um, but I won't, we won't talk about it. We won't talk about it because it's boring and sucks. Um, so yeah, but Asa. This the showcase event, whether or not it happens. I, I I guess Boxenberg actually kind of you've you've laid it out there quite well. It made me reconsider my stance. At one point, I was thinking, you know, if you just show Starfield, Redfall, and Forza, that's not enough because we want to see the new gear reveals. And you know, like they had Dead Stranding two on stage, but the six months deadline is impending, so now there's pressure. You can show us that. And maybe a little bit of avowed or whatever. And then has reserved the big ones for E3. What was and your take te- on it? What's
2: tease that it? It for E3, you know, more of Hellblade like at E3 or something like that. That that's enough for. Yeah.
0: Someone in chat asks, What's happening with um uh oh it was, was him ranting Greek gamer. Shout out to you. Um he goes, Um, what's happening with uh, hellblade i'm a bit concerned i'm also a bit like "Mm, what's happening with that but asa sorry go ahead Uh, what's your expectation and what should microsoft
3: do see i still think and i'm against most people on this i think but when they came out last year and did their this is our next 12 month show and they had that awkward moment where that that kind of cut the marketing cycles down and left them in a slightly weird position for that one show i really think they should stick with that format and get things down to 12 months because they should have a content pipeline allows them to, to fill up showcases and talk about things that are coming. Like um like Boxenberger said, like Matt said, these games that they've claimed are coming within what is now six months. It, it's a very safe bet to say that Microsoft have some kind of showcase because they can't release Redfall without telling us about it. So they have to whatever the format is, they have to be doing something. And Yeah this is the weight on their shoulders to, to provide games like we're trying to buy whoever we're trying to buy is not an excuse for for the way that they're not showing anything we know now they know now that it's not falling any of the mm-hmm. regulators so get on and show us what you got coming excite your fans sell your consoles push on
0: we are absolutely and reverse world actually Kind, i think he's echoing your sentiments there. he says well He says, can't they do a January show that shows all of 2023 and then E3 does the next 12 months, which will take us into June 2024? Would you be okay with that, Isa? Like i Baby.
3: i didn't think you would talk to me again so i stopped listening
0: <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit so, well reverse world is suggesting that we can do a january show all of this year or well, next year 2023 and then do another 12 months because that's what you're suggesting it's good to get a 12 month pipeline of what X- xbox is intending to release if they stick to it which i i have questions about but yeah
3: yeah, and they're always going to have that, um, that difficulty where, and this is a, a challenge that faces the whole industry, where we as an audience, some of us may want to know things that are six years out and some of us really don't, but as an industry making games, they haven't got a lot of choice. So in one in one way Mm. or another, they kind of have to come out and say these are what we're working on because if they don't, it's going to leak through job listings and back channels and all the rest Mm. of it. So I do I do understand. I never get excited for a CGI trailer for a game that's years away. Wolverine's come in and you've got CGI in a bar. It tells me nothing. I don't care. Take that away. Don't want to know. Yeah, but
2: but it gives the masses uh, something.
3: Wolverine's a weird example. It's a big IP and people can get excited. But like Perfect Dark, whatever
0: i got excited ah, well i think
3: <laughs> i think it is important to lay out your roadmap to,
2: to a certain degree you can't reveal everything you need to uh, at certain points surprises but you have especially at the beginning of a generation you have to give people a reason yes. okay if i'm gonna invest now in an xbox i i will be owning for the next six seven eight years however long that the, the generation will be an xbox and and i'm getting these games i'm getting a new fable i'm getting a new perfect dark and I'm about and and all these things um so a roadmap even for games years ahead i think it, it is important um
1: i do agree with the consumers but, but they kind of did that already i mean they yeah, yeah. showed yeah they did yeah so but, yeah. but the but the thing is like i don't think they can show us everything and on top of that like you know like me personally i don't like being shown the th- same thing over and over again right so same, same. i'm i'm fine with like okay they show that um, fable trailer or uh state uh, state of decay three trailer i mean cgi so obviously that's not the, really the no. game and i don't want to see anything else uh until they've got like a proper gameplay from the game and Even that's probably twice. yeah yeah, and that's probably going to be coming like six to 12 months before the game is going to release right so i mean that and that's why i think it's, it's quite important to actually yeah that's fine you show some stuff that is coming in the future like you know fables probably 2025 20, 25 6 25 20, 25 20, game but like they will be probably focusing more on like next 6 to 12 months and that, that's fine because like, to be honest with you like I like yeah I get it like exclusives right and that kind of stuff but like there's so many great games coming in next 6 months right like it, just Game Pass alone and not to mention things like uh, Jedi uh, Survivor right or uh, Dead Space uh, remake and uh, you know uh, Resident Evil 4 and b- blah 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 right like but even Game us, just like you know starfield uh forza um redfall uh, lights of p um well i'm not sure what's going what's going on with stalker 2 that's actually another good question because like stalker yeah. 2 they did put that game on that next 12 months kind of games right at uh, least actually
2: the game director confirmed um a few weeks ago there were, were like uh, some trolls on 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 social Coming at them that it's been delayed indefinitely, and he was reassuring that the game is still slated for the first half of 23. So,
1: there we Ooh, go. Wow. So, that, that, that's even more content to show, right? So, I uh, like to be honest with you, I don't even care what's beyond 2023, to be honest with you, at this point, because I know that there's so many games that is like mm. just next six mo- months is just Crazy. going to be packed. Like, it should Crazy.
0: be, unless they got delays. Um, yeah. Well,
1: so. some get ga- some. Some games will some probably will. get delayed. Some will. Uh, Diablo yeah. Four is coming as well. I mean
0: that's in june yeah um shame that will miss the xbox game pass window but <laughs> it is coming <laughs> i had to laugh alvin said joanna dark is far more interesting than logan to which beta says alvin you're smoking meth <laughs> just that made me laugh um um I don't know where I want to sit on that one, but I'll let you two fight it in chat. But yeah, there's a lot coming. There's a lot coming, I'm sure. Microsoft's event, I do think, will happen in Jan Feb time. I think there's pressure there. They have to. They have got Red Starfield, and Forza coming in the next six months. They need to show it. And if they're going to delay those games, then you know for a fact they're going to have that event to maybe dangle another little game. And, oh, by the way, this can't delay. Um, so, yeah. And if they do do that, by the way, if Microsoft do do that, if they delay their games, I will shit on them so ferociously with the velocity of a bullet because the excuse people made last year goes, well, it's the 12 months. And if that doesn't pan out, I'm sorry. I'm going to be insufferable. Um, and on that doo-doo note, um, I want to thank everyone. Hit the like button. There's 430 people who are still uh, watching. Please, if you did enjoy the show, thank you. Uh, and please smash the like button. Um, before we do the outro, I just want to quickly uh, give Asa um, a big congratulations for being a good friend of mine for two years. It's been two years! Since we've been doing this, I don't know how long it's been. It's been December. Like we've, I think we've started this like two years ago. I don't know what the number of the month is. Someone told me it's been two years. There might be wrong information, but shout out to Asa for doing those Spotify things and for being a great friend and being a piece of shit at the same time. Um, Asa, before I do the outro to the gents, how do you feel now that I showered you with praise? and sheathing
3: rage i'm disgusted <laughs> um no that's nice i didn't i didn't know it's been two years we've not been very good at keeping thought... track of um like milestones and yeah. things like that but obviously it's not just me and you it's like there's, there's over 400 people here which is fantastic for us so thanks yeah. to everyone that's followed us on this little journey and everyone that's come and guested on the show or chatted with us and all the rest of it let's see what happens next year eh?
0: yeah absolutely we'll we'll still be best friends shout out to isla and mods and in the chat as well for keeping it civil. before uh we do go out we have to give these jets a time the time to shine you have been shining all day thank you so much for gracing us with your presence mads i finally see the beautiful smile the polish sensation is here how are you i hope you had a good time man <laughs>
1: Thank yeah, great time. Out. Obviously, thanks a lot for the invite again. Um, a lot of fun as always, a lot of love <laughs> with you all <laughs> you guys. So yeah, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks for the invite again.
0: Thank you. Please check out their stuff. It's linked in the uh, in the description below. And Isla lovely as she is was has pasted it. Last but certainly not least, Boxenburger. Burger. I hope you're feeling better, man. Here's some auto tube for you. <laughs> How was your debut?
2: Oh, no, it man. was awesome man I, I had a blast thanks so much for the invite um no really it's a it's a, always a fun time to talk with you guys and uh, it's, it's been an honor to be on the show i had a blast
0: thank you so much and honestly your video content is great as well both thank general, you. excellent content please check it out and boxer burger is a lot more consistent than i am and so is man's um but uh, on that point, I,
1: i've been lazy recently I, uh,
0: well we are listen man it's christmas time uh i didn't release a video this week i was working on it but i didn't so i know it, it's hard it takes hours and but speaking yeah. of which we have loads of content and i promise you we have three videos of the works One was supposed to come out yesterday has come out it's monday or tuesday as phil spencer's quote where sony is making us feel small and i'm gonna shit on our chosen one for that statement and microsoft but then there's also other stuff, good stuff like what's coming for Xbox if the deal falls through. And Acer has made a hilarious video on the... And he's, a, he's an Xbox because he made a video shitting on the PlayStation format starring Isla. Um, and i've already been working on it and just well asa did all the editing i'm just doing the little bits in between you'll know which ones because it'll be obvious but asa did some mad editing on this one um something i can't, I can't do you can tell it's asa level shit so definitely can we get the source awards yes see what you we will next year i was thinking of talking about that uh next year but hopefully soon um starring Isla Ghost-Magonas. I saw you there as a little, uh, what did you call yourself? That's such a weird, you're small, that's it. You guys are weird. Ace, are you weird? If you want to see Ace's hilarious sense of humor, you'll find it very soon. Thank you, everyone. Please hit that like button. This is the longest outro ever. I feel like that God of War guy who was giving a speech for 10 minutes (laughs) as Al Pacino died live on stage. Um, But yeah, thank you. Please hit
2: that like button. And we'll see you very soon. Peace. (laughs) bye <laughs>